to Football Friday with the Michael K Show, presented by Nissan and Bet365. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian is at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. What of your show is number one. Hi, everyone. Hello. Mm-hmm. Welcome to ENN. Hi. Ray Rowe. On TV. Hey. It's presented to you by Security Dodge. Go see Michelle Scalisian. Come get some. Do it. I'd like to start off tonight's uh, ENN in a way that I think all of you will appreciate deeply. And that, of course, is by saying good evening to Michael. Slobby. What do you What do you have to say about that, Don? It was both of us. Saying it yeah. at the same time. That's a good point. I'd also, excuse me, like to say good evening to Michael. If it wasn't Michael and Jody, then it would have been like Saul and Letitia. And good evening to Michael. I'll have another one. Bloop. <laughs> and to Michael. Where do you see my picks? Now. Where do you see my picks, mouth? Wow, that's nice. That was a good day for Michael. Good evening yeah, to Don. Like a sloppy Joe's extra sloppy. <laughs> and good evening to Don. So I was familiar with his rotation. And to Don. You'd hate to die. <laughs> and good evening to me. No one's a big fan of dying. And lastly, to the caller. Michael, you dated my wife. <laughs> that's strong. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you oh, what, that's Lisa. strong. Lisa. Lisa. Wow. Are you, was, now, are you still doing the Sloppy Joe voice, but just saying? Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... <laughs> I enjoyed today. Uh, I'm enjoying today. Uh, let's let's start off with something that happened over the last uh, few hours here. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, it is repugnant. Uh, apparently, last night, after Jamal Adams had a very costly play uh, for Seattle, giving up the go-ahead touchdown um, to Ferguson, the tight end in Dallas, um, Jets SNY reporter Connor Hughes reposted the, the video from NFL from the NFL uh, Twitter account and just wrote, yikes. Well, I guess Jamal Adams um, caught wind of that because he thought it was a good idea. Prepare yourself, Don. He thought it was a good idea to then post a picture of Connor Hughes and his wife and caption it, yikes. That's not right, man. Um, Come on. Don't I mean that way. Some sometimes guys, you gotta just. Sometimes we're gonna have to just accept who people are. If they just show us like repeatedly, nozzle, nozzle, nozzle. You just how do you, how do you even how do you even apologize your way out of digging up a picture of a reporter's wife? Now, can I? And by the way, for a second before you go any further, yeah. And I I, I don't want this. I'm not judging anybody's wife. She's a very pretty woman. Well, yeah, that, that's the, the silly part, too. She seems like a lovely... She's really attractive lady. I mean, 
I, and I'm watching the game yesterday. I'm going, whatever happened to Jamal Adams? Yeah. I mean, he talked his way out of a great situation in New York, got himself traded. It was a great trade by Joe Douglas. And then he takes a shot at a guy's wife. And the guy's wife doesn't even deserve to be taking a shot at it. It's ridiculous. He makes himself look like a complete jerk. Yikes at how far you've fallen, Jamal. You've got to realize that when you're a professional athlete that there are going to be people that criticize you. So if you want to say it was wrong, the, the, the original tweet, yikes. I mean, come on, you've got to have that thicker skin than that. I mean, yikes isn't bad for a play that's yikes. I no, mean, it was, you, it was a yikes play. And if you wanted to, like, throw up an article or say that he's a lousy reporter, then fine. It, 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 it's tit for tat, right? But not go, don't go after somebody's family member. That's not right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a jerk. That's low say yikes to me. Go dig, a, dig up a photo of my wife and say yikes. Okay, it, do it, that, Jamal. It, it, is, it is as low a thing as I've seen an athlete do in response to criticism in a while. I like my tweet, Don. I, I beg. I pray. Everyone retweet it. I hope Jamal brings the smoke to me. I want it. I wrote, um, bro, at Prez, you are so soft on defense, on Twitter, in life. I've defended you many times to Jets fans on the radio, but, man, you are the worst. Delete, apologize, play better, be better. I I think that's – I think I summed it up nicely. You have to delete and apologize. That is a horrible thing to do. Guys like him don't apologize because they're bigger than all of us. This guy used to be considered a really good guy. And then to do something like that, which was, uh, first of all, why do it? Second of all, it's unwarranted. But, you know, it's not. He should apologize to her. And then he's such a phony. Fifteen minutes later, he tweets after that. Don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. Hashtag Prez. Again, if he went after Connor. All right, fine. Then go back and forth at each other, but now you got to include family members. And then after the "don't start nothing, won't be nothing," as if he did something gangster by attacking a. a sorry, with all due respect to Connor Hughes, a, 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 he's a he's a sports reporter. Okay, you're not picking on a big tough target. All right, he works at SNY for God's sake. And it, it, so you hit "don't start nothing, won't be nothing," as if you did something that's actually kind of gangster. And then. Someone writes, this man is doubling down on it, SMH. He retweets that tweet and says, I ain't doubling down on nothing. I stand ten toes with it. Bro made a hell of an adjustment on the ball last night and made a play. Salute, it's the NFL. You know that's not what anyone's talking about, bro. And also, the yikes could have been, wow, what a great move by by the tight end. He didn't say yikes, what a terrible um, play by Adams. Adams, thou doth protest too much. So he must have thought he got burned. Hmm. Interesting take. I mean, at no point did Connor you say, yikes, what what, what a burn. Well, but remember, remember earlier, they had gotten into it, Ferguson and Adams. And then he hits the game-winning score right in front of him on what was clearly done an awkward out-of-position play by Adams. And then Ferguson had the monster spike afterwards and blatantly looks right in his face. Hmm. So obviously he was in his feels about it, but like just go play better. You're, you're, it's a, oh, it's so, an interesting so point by Michael, but I, I think everybody knows it was directed at Jamal. He used to cover Jamal. It, it was a Jet reporter. Yikes is kind of a negative, not a positive. So I, I I see what you're saying, Michael, but I think everybody would look at that as a shot at Jamal. But he didn't rip him. No. And also, again, he goes after the guy's wife, who happens to be an attractive woman. And and like like he's saying something that she's not an attractive. It's a, what a jerk move, Jamal. You're better than that. At least you used to be. I I don't I don't know that. 
That's the thing. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's been it's been a while now of seeing like these moments, and he's always been like. I get it's a lot, man. He he had such potential early on, and maybe he just hasn't been able Listen. to cope with the fact that he turned out to not be an A lister. All right, you didn't turn out to be an A lister in the NFL. You turned out to be a a B minuser, a C pluser. It's still pretty good, man. You're doing pretty hey, good. The biggest negative is he hasn't been able to stay on the field, which is not necessarily his fault. Right. But unfortunately, safety is running back at Jace. And the Jets made the mistake drafting him so high, they weren't going to pay him. They traded him. As Michael said, a great trade by Joe Douglas. One of the best. Seahawks maybe the best thing he's done here. Piece, piece to a Super Bowl. He got hurt. They didn't win a Super Bowl, and now they're stuck. All right, let's move on, shall we? Please. Um, let's start with so many different things. I know, Don, you're a big, big fan of Jerry Jones. Let's hear from Jerry talking about just how great Dak Prescott's playing right now. He's getting better, which is saying something when you've got his experience and had the reps that he's had in his career, had the successes, if you will. But he's also had his share of downturn. Dak's playing the best. He's getting better. In my mind, he's the best he's ever been. I mean, uh, to speak to that, obviously Cowboys sitting now at 9-3 and three after the win last night. 70% completion percentage for Dak Prescott. He's thrown for 3,200 yards, uh, 26 touchdowns, and six picks. It has been a hell of a year for Dak Prescott. One and of the things people always talk about is the mistakes. Year, He's down on he, the mistakes. He said, I, I will not have 10 interceptions this year. i got to give him credit. I've never been the biggest Dak fan. He's having a great year. No, it was a good year, and, it, and, it's, and it's going deeper into the season than it ever has. He's always been known great first halves and tail off, but probably not going to be enough to win this division. But they're going to be a, a probably a 11 or 12 win wild card team and a very, very dangerous out. They just got to tighten it up a little defensively. But – He's played well. Here's Dak on just how well things have been going. My expectations, honestly. I put a lot into this game. I prepare my Got amazing coaches and players around me right now doing the exact same. So um, I just really think that's that's the expectations that I have for myself, the standard that we've created as an offense and um, what we're how we're comfortable in playing this game. What, what got deleted, the... Uh... Played as Peter said earlier. Yeah, that's what I feel like it had to be, right? He, yours should have been deleted. Probably, probably a. a and a, a your, pe- you should be deleted for well, talking to me like that. Well, that's strong. I, you know what? I'd like to apologize for what happened earlier. Now, yeah, sorry, well, doesn't fix the lamp. Although you deserve it. To fix it. Oh, yeah, why, and why do I? But no, why am I apologizing? He deserves it. He, well, he talks. Uh, you started it, man. No, it was you. Every no, time no, I make it was a pick. You. No, you say I don't like the pick. Yeah. I, not a good pick. It's 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 called entertainment. It's performative. You well, jerk. And and how, what was my response? I said I no, said yours you, was you, you you did what bad comedians do. You oh let me curse. That'll be funny. No, that it was that's actually not what I did. No. It was actually an image I was creating. The yeah. image of you looking direct directly up at my derriere in your face for the last two years. So why wouldn't you pick on us? It's performative, and, and we retaliate, and we're we're bad people. No, yeah, no. now we're not performative. Have I, have I ever cursed at either of you? Ever? Ever? Hmm. I, I didn't even. I'm sure you. you've called me an ass over the last 22 years. Yeah, dig it up, dig up the clip. I'm Peter. Come on, I, mean, I wouldn't this, even get mad at that. I, I don't. Even, I'm not even playing. Wait, I and called did Peter I, an ass before? I think it's an actual drop. It is a drop. We play it every no, day. No, we use it in the uh, play the point guard. Yeah, I I call them it. 
No, well, I did. I called Peter. Oh, well, that, that Hold that's on. between did I, you two. Did I, call you, did I call you an A or did I just say the A? Let's move on. This is, this is not unwinnable. Yeah, for you. For anybody. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear this crap. <laughs> I don't know. I think we just got a drop of the day out of, out of nowhere. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, here's a story I think we can all agree is wonderful. And Don, I don't know if you've covered it yet while doing Knicks games, but the interview happened yesterday on MSG and everyone's been talking about it. And that is Butch Stockton, the high school coach of Mitchell Robinson, who has been living with Mitchell Robinson, and he told uh, his story on MSG last night. Let's listen to the Let's get back to the fact that you two are roommates this season. How did that come together? You know, first of all, my wife passed away in September, and uh, Mitchell, my wife's in the hospital, Mitchell came each day to visit her. We came very close to myself and my wife, and after the funeral, Mitchell told everyone that he was going to bring me to New York with him. He said, Coach, there's no reason you stay down here in Louisiana anymore. You come to New York with me and enjoy yourself and get your mind back straight because you know how much you loved your wife, how much I like you loved your wife. And it's just been a great situation, Rebecca Young. Wow. Here's Mitchell Robinson on the coach living with him. I think on the broadcast, is there a high school coach? Is he living with you? Yeah, he lived with me. How long has that been? Oh, uh, like what, September? Is that going to be all here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just what's the thinking behind that, having him around? Great guy. You know, he helped me get to where I'm at. So, you know, bringing him along with me after everything that had happened over the summer. So, you know, it works out for the best. You know, I can help him out. He helped me. Good man. That is great. I mean, it, it's I, I don't even want to undersell it with good man. That, that's a that's a wonderful story. I mean, that is – and I, for a guy, Don, who, who's been playing – out of his mind, uh, you know, Mitchell Robinson has been the best version of himself. And then on top of that, to hear that, you know, his, uh, by the looks of it, his coach looked like to be like maybe a you know sixty year old guy, something like that, and has him living with him after losing his wife. I mean, think about it. Instead of being alone in Louisiana, now he's living in the city and and hanging out with Mitch Robinson around the NBA. I mean, it's an un, it's just unbelievable. It's a yeah, beautiful story. story. There's nothing to happen at Madison Square Garden. I know you have to get to the announcer lineup, but there was a proposal on the court. Oh, my God, it's the best. I know you're going. The guy gets down on his knees and proposes to to the young lady. And everybody's looking at this, right? This is on the court. It was arranged, obviously, by there. And in the background of the video, there he is, Julius Randle, arguing with an official. Like like it's not even taking place. (laughs) He can't help himself. (laughs) But even that was actually If you're a Knicks fan, think about how... Think about how awesome that is if you're a Knicks right. fan, that you have the video. And right as it zooms in to them having their most intimate moment, mm-hmm. there's Julius Randle being like, and, how is that a foul? <laughs> and, and you know what, and Peter? In the last week, it was only it's the, it's the second worst inappropriate time for him to argue a foul. 
because the first time he did it when they missed a foul in a, in a key game against Phoenix. It's so good. Uh, last basketball. Sunday. So the week, not even in, uh, twice in a week. Last uh, basketball note. Here's LeBron James on uh, whether or not he would skip a Lakers game to see Bronny's USC debut. I already told my teammates that if they play on the same day we playing, then I'm gonna have to catch them next game. So, huh? yeah, I told you, I told y'all to play. Family over everything, champs. I love y'all. But I definitely got to see Bronny's first, you know, his college game whenever he's clear and ready to go. I I can't believe this was even a debate on the morning show. What do you mean they debated if it was okay? Yeah. Dave was saying uh, it's cool. I like it. Well, that's be- it's a bad you know optic. What? Well, it's a good point, though, because Dave Rothenberg would skip his son's debut well, if the Giants played. Under those circumstances, and considering all the games that are missed because of stupid load management, give me a break. Got to let the guy go. I mean, his son came back from that. I, I know they're battling and all. Come on, guys. Really? Guys, go. without any further ado, let's get into this week's NFL announcer lineup. You know what I'm talking about. I know. More importantly, could, you know. What is it? Week thirteen already? Already. We'll never get this in. My God! Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it in. We start out in New Orleans. Lions and the Saints at me? one o'clock on Fox. Joe Davis on the call. He'll be joined by the great Daryl Moose Johnson and Pam Oliver. Hey now. Lions have won five straight games, coming off a loss back to last season. You guys know how good they are this time of the season as well. Atlanta in New York. Fox, 1 o'clock. You know the name that game screams. It's Kenneth Aloysius Albert. Most people would probably not know that I could play the piano by ear. He'll be joined by the annoyingly positive Jonathan Vilma and Shannon Spake. Atlanta has four straight losses as betting favorite, tied with New Orleans for the longest streak this season. The Jets, of course, have lost four straight after starting four and three. The Dolphins and the Commies, you could have believed, Don, that this also could have been a Kenny Albert video. That smelled very Albert as well. One o'clock on Fox, but it'll be an Adam Amin vehicle. Now stands erect. He'll be joined by Mark Schlereth. I literally empty my bladder completely on the bench. And Christina Pink. And you know what that means, Michael? It's a pink and stink vehicle. That's right. Sure it is. The Dolphins 5-1 and one this season in games they lose. The turnover battle. The best in the NFL. The Commanders 1-4 one at, one at home, including four straight losses. Guys, they won week one in an ugly game against Arizona. They have not won at home since. We go to Houston at 1 o'clock on CBS. The hot Broncos and the hot Texans. Iron Eagle on the call. Lost in the sauce. He'll be joined by Charles Davis and Evan Wynn. The lobby is bustling. There is an energy here. The Broncos have an NFL-high 15 takeaways since Week 8, their most over a four-game span since 1989. So they Let's gave up 70 points to the Dolphins, and I think they've given up 80 points in their last five games. Un- unreal. Really unreal. And I was enjoying celebrating Sean Payton's demise. Might have been premature. Let's go to Foxborough. The Chargers and the Pats, 1 o'clock on CBS. Spiro Didi's on the call. My heart is always at the Jersey Shore. He'll be joined by Adam Archuleta. Adam Golden Archuleta. And Aditi Kink Hobala. 
Chargers, the NFL worst, 0-5 in games decided by three points or fewer this season. The Patriots, the NFL worst, 2-9 against the spread this season. Let's go to Steel Town, USA, where they're still celebrating Tristan Jari's goalie goal last night. The Cardinals and the Steelers, CBS 1 o'clock, Kevin Harlan on the call. That guy is headed to the slammer. He's joined by Trent Green and Melanie Collins. The first matchup between these teams since week 14 in 2019. That's almost five years, kids. Steelers, minus 23 differential this season. Second worst by any team with a winning record behind the Broncos. But again, that's all because of that 70-point job they had against the Dolphins. We go to Tennessee, an AFC South classic. Don, you smell that? <laughs> yeah, I smell it. Michael, you know what that is? No, I don't smell it. It smells like Thursday. earlier, though. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. It smells, it smells like, like Thursday. Thursday. That's right. CBS, 1 o'clock, Andrew Catalan on the call. Going up oh. high and bringing it down for six. He'll be joined by Tiki Barber, Matt Ryan, and A.J. Ross. Tennessee Titans have lost five games versus division opponents dating back to last season. Let's go to Tampa Bay. Carolina and the Bucks. Woo! Smell that? Yeah, that's, that's a Colton. Chris Myers vehicle. Yeah. No. no. No? It's a Tom it's a Tom McCarthy vehicle. Oh yeah. You throw out the record books at a four oh five game between Carolina and Tampa. Tom McCarthy, Jay Feely, James Lofton, and Tiffany Blackman on the call. We go to Los Angeles at four twenty five. The Browns and the Rams. Kevin Kugler on Fox. He'll be joined by Mark Sanchez and Laura Oakman. Thirty seconds. We don't have a hard out. Everyone relax. There's no game next, okay? Jeez Louise, Papa Cheese. You're like Ron Burgundy. If you see the clock, you got to go. We go to Philadelphia. You're going to say goodbye to Yesto, you clown. That's a hard out. They have another show. The game in. Oh, no. Goodbye, yes. What a show. Uh, we go to Philadelphia, the 49ers and the Eagles at 425. Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, Aaron Andrews, and Tom Rinaldi. Michael, would you like to do an appropriate goodbye for yes? No. You're the one who screwed it up. You say it. Bye, yes. We'll see you on Monday. Uh, Let's go to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Sunday night football, 8-20 on NBC. This is the big game for this show. You got Michael K's three-point plays feeling very confident in Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I am throwing two points or did I throw one point? At one point at the Green Bay Packers. Mike Tirico on the call. Joined by Chris Collinsworth and Melissa Stark. The Packers 15-0 in December under Matt LaFleur. That's a wild stat. Chiefs have the second best December record since 2019. December 4th, Monday, Jay-Z's birthday. Andrew Gunling, I'm sure, will be celebrating somewhere. Sipping bottles of Cavarcier. Jacksonville hosting Cincinnati on ABC and ESPN at 8.15. Joe Buck on the call. Give me my Joe Buck, please, on the way out. Absolutely. You guys have a great afternoon. Keep doing what you do. He'll be joined by Troy Aikman and Lisa Salters. The Jaguars 3-0 in primetime the last two seasons, but are playing on Monday Night Football for the first time since 2011. That'll do it for your NFL announcer lineup and ENN on this Friday, December 1st. Don't you have an uh, 
sponsor to read? I do. I want to give a big, big thank you to our dear friends at Security Dodge. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. Go see Michelle Scalisi, grab a t-shirt, and come get some during their wrap-up the year sales event. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. See you. Daniel Craig, take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.